the topic we are looking at today is the power of hunger. Hunger. Some people say, let me say hunger. I want us to open our Bibles. Look at the power and the blessings of hunger. I know most of the time when we go out, we feed the poor and feed the hungry. Because hunger is seen as something that is not good, right? Right? Okay. But today we'll look at another kind of hunger that is very good. Hunger is also a sign of a curse. Consequences of curses. If you check through the scriptures. When the curse of God, you know, when all those curses are in operational. Look at what happened in, uh, in Israel. If you read the story. It went into desolation, hunger, no food. Sometimes it's a, it's a sign of God's judgment. So hunger is not a good thing. How many of us want to stay hungry? I mean, there is no food. I don't know how many people like food. You, 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 it's not good to be hungry. In fact, the the name hunger in Alsa. It's a very strong. It's a very strong name. It sounds the way it sounds. It's it's, it's terrible. Nyuwa, alakiai. Nyuwa. Has to be hungry. Has to be hungry. It's not a good thing. It speaks of pain and all that. But see what the Bible says here. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter five, from verse six. He says, blessed are they which do hunger. So you are blessed if you are hungry. There's a kind of hunger that is a blessing. He said, blessed are they which do hunger and then thirst after righteousness. Why? For they shall be filled. They shall be filled. So hunger, hunger is a strong desire. An intense craving. This strong desire and craving is usually thought of in the context of food. But actually, a person can experience a hunger for almost anything. I've seen students who are hungry for good grades. I've seen people who are thirsty or are hungry for excellence. Some people are hungry for success. What Jesus Christ is saying there is very important. I want you to keep this, you know, just keep it somewhere in your mind as we go along, you'll get to understand it better. That righteousness does not come passively. But it takes, it takes intense craving for it to come. To be filled, you must first be hungry. And you see, whatsoever we, or you are hunger, or hungry for rather, whatsoever we hunger and thirst after will dominate our lives. Dominate our lives. Some people are hungry to get money, so they are controlled with money, by money. Well, some people are great hunger and thirst. They crave for sex. 
enter into all sorts of things. When you when you open such people's iPad, you see pornographic things. Their phones, pictures in their homes, the kind of movies they watch, the kind of discussions that they have, the kind of talk they talk, the kind of thoughts they think. Because what you crave for, what you hunger for, will dominate you. Will dominate you. I've seen people have gone through levels of degradation, some levels of depravity, because they are dominated by sexual desires. What you hunger for, what you thirst after, dominate your life there are people who go through life without hunger and thirst and therefore they are never successful in life one of the ways in which a student that knows purpose because when your father sends you to school it's not for you to go it's not it's primarily for you to go and excel academically it's not for you to do business it's not for you to go for picnics. It's not for you to do other things. The primary aim or purpose is for you to excel in your school. And therefore, when you see people who don't have students, who don't have a hunger and a thirst to excel in their academics, you will see it in their results. Some of them don't go for lectures. They allow the lectures notes to pile up. They don't care. Sometimes they just walk out. They don't ask questions. They don't speak with lecturers. They don't search. They don't visit the library. I had a guy like that before. I mean, when we were in school. One of my friends, his father sent him to almost all the schools. Very rich man. Very, very rich man. A multi-billionaire. It took him, he was in London. He was not passing, was always failing. Took him to America, took him to London. And the father wanted to deal with him. And then sent him to University of Joss. The guy was always no hunger and thirst. He's always happy. Just those things. I, we have lectures. Ha ha. If you like, sometimes you go, it comes late. So, from the intensity of your hunger, a man can see. Because the pursuit of a goal is seen in the hunger of that person so we had no just smiling so one time when the results came out we went to check his results those days they posted our results I don't know if they do it these days but those days you post it right you paste it so we just went there fail 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 withdrawn looked at us 
I don't know where he is right now. Hunger. Now, I can't look at this, this, this in the context of the word of God. I mean, the hunger for God. Look at the benefits of hunger. Hunger gives you a strong craving for something big. Hunger drives your pursuit in life. Psalm 42 from verse 1 to 3. To have fulfillment, you must have hunger for life. Luke chapter 1 from verse 51 to 53. I want us right now to now look at the signs of a holy hunger in a believer. How many of us are hungry for God and the things of God? There are signs. There are signs. So let's look at the signs. The signs, the evidences of a holy hunger Hunger in the believer. Number one. The hungry soul seeks the Lord. If there exists a holy hunger in you. Number one is what? You will seek the Lord. They seek God's person. Let's open our Bible to the book of Exodus 33 from verse 11 to 13. Look at Moses. The hungry soul seeks the Lord. The hungry soul seeks God's person. Someone like Moses sought the Lord. Verse 13 says, And therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy side, show me now thy way that I might know thee. That I may find grace in thy sight and consider that this nation is thy people. Verse 17. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this also that thou hast spoken. For thou hast found grace in my sight. <coughs> and I know thee by name. I know thee by name. Moses was seeking the face of God. If you read that place, that account, you will see why he said, God, I want to see your glory. I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see you. Now look at verse 13 very well. It says, Now therefore I pray you, Amplified Version I'm reading now, If I have found favor in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you progressively, become more deeply and intimately acquainted with you. Perceiving and recognizing and understanding more strongly and clearly that I may find favor 
in your sight. And Lord, do consider this nation is your people. You notice that Moses was not only interested in getting to see the awesome power of God. He wanted to know the very person of God. He didn't want a relationship that was plastic with God. He wanted a personal, intimate relationship. He was hungry for God. He was hungry for God. When God told him, he said, you cannot see my face. Nobody sees my face and leaves. He said, okay, show me your glory. And God took him, put him in the cleft of the rock, used his hands to cover him. And then he now passed. Removed his hands and Moses saw the back of God. Psalm 103 verse 7 says, He made known his ways unto Moses, but his acts unto the children of Israel. Many of us run after miracles, after signs, wonders. And all these things really do not change a man. People are interested in the spectacular. Not the person. One of the ways in which you know that a believer has a holy hunger is when his soul seeks not after the provision but after the provider not after the anointing but after the anointer not the resources but the source not the protection but the protector not the defense but the defender himself a heart that seeks for God and say God I want to know you intimately I want to know you personally Moses told God he said please show me your ways why so I can know you so why Moses was seeking the ways of God so he could know God more children of Israel were satisfied with only the acts of God God refused to reveal himself to them I pray that God would birth in us a hunger to seek after him see what God said here he says verse 17 says and the Lord said unto Moses I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken for thou hast found grace in my sight and I know thee by name some people say, say by name do you know what it means it means that I know you personally you know we can have a general relationship with God so everybody can wonder this cover we are praising God we are worshipping God 
Where do we fellowship? I fellowship with the redeemed Christian church of God, the throne room. We're having declared his praise. We're having prayer meetings. We are all children of God. But does God know you by name? God is more interested in you entering into a personal relationship with him. Where you seek him personally. You know, here sometimes on Sunday we come, we praise God, we, we, we seek the, you know, God generally. And God can show up generally. Talking about intimate, personal, specific relationship with him. This was what Moses was seeking after. And that was exactly what God did. Show me your ways so I might know you. It explained Psalm 103. He made his ways known unto Moses. Why? That was how I was able to know him. Show me, my, show me your ways so I can know you. I want to know you. It's a difference if you know about God and if you know him. Many of us, we have a knowledge about God. But do you really know him intimately? Do you know Jesus? Do you know the Holy Spirit? Have you even entered to the realm where you are able to differentiate the presence of these three you know, of God when God speaks to you, when Jesus Christ speaks to you, when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. They carry their own different specific expressions when God the Father speaks to you. Or when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Or when Jesus Christ is by your side. I can't forget one day I was seeking the face of God. I said, God, listen, Things started to change for me when it comes to the you know supernatural and understanding more of God. Like when I started to crave for his presence. God, I will know you. I want to know you. Jesus, I want to know you. I've shared this with us sometime. There's a place where I you know sometimes I just walk around. The Bible says bodily exercise profited little. So let's get my just walk, you know. And I was walking and speaking in tongues. All of a sudden, I saw an expression completely different from the Holy Spirit. Just entered into the realm and Jesus Christ was there. See, that moment, there was nothing sweeter than that. I felt not the Holy Spirit right now or the anointing coming over me but the presence of Jesus it was in one of those one of those um, um, uh, one of those um, walks I remember that somebody got healed I have the video here one day I'm going to show it in church you know, so also for us to go out there and just express it so you understand the meaning of presence. As I was just walking, you know, just speaking in tongues and just walking, 
Holy Spirit, please. Don't walk in. I just felt it. On, on that same, very, very close to that place, I just felt the power of God again just came upon me. I knew this was the Holy Spirit. This was something that was erupting from inside. It was coming over me. I knew, and I was just saying, I said, ah, Holy Spirit, you are here right now. There's an empowerment that's coming over me right now. It is for what? Because I was just dressed in my, you know, my shorts and sportswear. And I was just like, but for what? In this place. I was just opposite the minister's house when that thing came upon me. And I'm wondering, Holy Spirit, this is for what? Okay, well, nothing. I'm not in church. I'm not listening to anybody. Just me, okay. Maybe just to just enjoy the presence. I continued. I got to walk down, got to a place. I saw one man, a guy, he was, he was, um, he was, he was limping. Joe, Joe, do you have the CD here? Can you play it? Huh? You can send him to that place. So I saw him, was, he was limping. He was limping. This is also just to boost your faith. He was limping, limping, limping. And I was coming from behind, so I saw this guy limping. And then, ah, and I remembered. This is for that, this one is for that, you know. And then as I was passing by, Holy Spirit said, go pray for him. So, I was very happy. Because one time, I missed that opportunity to pray for someone like that. About the same place where I had had an encounter with Jesus and where I had, you know, now began to know the difference in the presence of Jesus or the voice, the Holy Spirit and also the Father. And when, it, when I, was, I, I was scared to meet the man, to tell him, receive your healing or you can be healed. I was thinking, what if the guy says no or something? So he said, go. So he left and I felt very bad in my spirit. I said, that guy would have been one to Jesus. Because sometimes God will show his kindness so he can win them to him. So, when I saw this man, I remember the same thing that happened. And I didn't want to have that kind of feeling. It's a kind of feeling, it's not like condemnation, but I don't know. It's a kind of feeling that is not too good. I didn't like that kind of feeling. I cannot explain the feeling, but it's not that I'm condemned also. But the kind of feeling that, oh God, I've let you down. So, I walked. I have it, I have it on my, my, what's it called? My phone. I walked. I said, what is wrong with you, sir? Why are you walking this way? He said, there are some pains there. I said, please, can I, this, this, this pain can live right now. Can I pray with you in the name of Jesus? And you can have your instant healing. He said, yes. So I put my hands on him. On the street, I was still sweating. In the precious name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, come. Thank you. Now check. Instantly. The guy could the guy was dazed. Stretched his legs. Stretched his legs. Ha. Looked at me. Looked. Ha. 
moved, moved. He ran. He came back. What has happened to me? You know? <laughs> no church, no instrument, no guitar, no, no band. All these things are good. Honestly, you don't really need them to demonstrate the power of God. I can't carry Obande and all of them to be carrying them all over everywhere I'm going. Is it possible? <laughs> if I have to fly out, I'll have to pay a lot of money for tickets. But I just felt so. The presence is so important. And we also have to grow in such a way that we can differentiate this. You go and read it. When you hear the voice of God, the voice of Jesus, and then the voice of the Holy Spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, number two, which I've described, they seek God's presence. Please put this thing down. Number one is what? They seek what? They seek what? They seek who? God. So, you have hunger for God. Number two, seek what? God's presence. God's presence. God's presence in our life should be our greatest desire. Psalm 27 from verse 8. When thou saidest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. You can seize the will of God for you to seek him. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face. My heart responded. Said unto thee, O God, thy face will I seek. Psalms 3 from verse 1. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsted for thee. My flesh longed for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is early early some people say, say early so you seek him early early will I seek you seek him before we get old seek him early in the morning as a worker you seek him early as you come to church for workers meeting when you wake up let him be the first, not your phone. One of the things that happened to me and also interrupted my fellowship with God is social media, WhatsApp and all this. Something, as I'm reading my Bible, okay, let me just quickly check something. And then I go, before I know it, I go, 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 go. Come back, oh, Holy Spirit, I'm so sorry. As I'm, you know, oh, someone left a message for me yesterday. But he said, no, just stay one hour. Let me just call you. Otherwise, I might forget. Just pick up the phone again and call. Uh, Brad Joe, how do you do? Don't, don't worry. In, in two hours' time, I'm going to call you. But that thing, just keep it. You see, I've interrupted. This is how I do. So it's affected me. Affected me so much. So I made up my mind when I wake up in the morning. From my heart. Sometimes, even from my sleep. My heart begins to long after God. 
Let him be the first that you seek in the morning. The first that you talk to. Early. Seek him early. As a young man, seek him early. An old man before you die, seek him early. Seek him. Seek him. Praise the name of the Lord. Seek him early before trouble comes. Praise the Lord. God's presence in our life should be our greatest delight. Psalm one six, Psalm sixteen, verse eleven. Should be your greatest delight. And number three. Number one, they seek what. Number two, they seek what. God's presence. God's presence. When I understood the presence of God, I was reading the scriptures. Life of Cornelius. And I was also seeing it in some other places in the scriptures. I think I know about two or three other places. But I, I can't remember right now, but I knew that as soon as I saw it, I quickly penned it down. I was reading and it changed my, my, my entire concept. Because usually it is through the world I come, you know, have um, um, a, a very strong background when it comes to, because my parents were in the water church. So we've seen God you know, God, God is His word, right? So, a lot of emphasis is put on the word, which is very correct. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God, right? The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life, right? Ha! Huh. is very correct. So, God missed us through the instrumentation or the instrumentality of His word. God's word is, is God, right? Yeah, so a lot of emphasis is put on that, but not on the presence. There are two things. She said to me, for you to have the maximum impact of what, I've, what I have for you, these two dimensions are very important. These are my two expressions. In the book of Ezekiel, it says, by the sword, and by fire, the Lord will plead with all flesh, and then the slain of the Lord shall be many. So, by fire speaks of the Holy Spirit. By the sword, the sword of the Spirit speaks of the world. So, when I was reading the account of Cornelius, what happened in Cornelius' house, concerning Peter, the Bible says that why Peter, and I will use that say, say why Peter was still sharing the word, W-O-R-D Holy Ghost came and so you can see those two expressions the presence of God is real if you only thought that God could only be expressed through his word you limit your experience why? It is both combined. You can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can feel the anointing. Sometimes it does come some blows. 
Sometimes I'm in church, just sitting down. And I'm asking, please, what is this for? Say, this is just for your enjoyment. Say, thank you, Jesus. And sometimes I'm about to take some certain decisions. You know, it comes also as a witness. God, please, do I do this thing? Holy Spirit, please give me a witness. Shall I do this? For very specific things that are not written in the Word of God. For example, let me give you an example. God says, I can marry, right? All right? Huh? Right? Marriage is honorable to all. Yeah? Honorable in all. And the bed undefiled. Right? Uh-huh. So, if I want that honor, God can confide upon me. Right? But who to marry? I don't think in the Bible there's a name like uh, eh? and not Temitokwe eh? or Dio. So if I go and I'm searching the scriptures looking for Adidayo, God, you must show me through the Bible. I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll run crazy. I won't, I won't find it there. So now, and I say, Holy Spirit, please, is it this person? Sometimes there is a witness that comes, not only through the peace of God that rests in your heart or the inner witness or the voice but also the anointing you just feel the presence Ah, this is what I should do sometimes the word of knowledge that's how it comes people are saying ah, pastor why, why is it so accurate there's somebody here this is what's happening to your leg and the person comes out exactly that how do you know sometimes when it comes that way there's a peace and sometimes Holy Spirit peace confirm the anointing comes it's a witness so the presence of God is so important very important and most of us we need to get past religiosity stop playing religion let's enter into a personal relationship with him and these things are real help me touch you say it's real say, 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 say it's real it's real have you understand what I'm saying? Oh my God, do you understand? Are you happy? It's a real. And it's a small thing that we're not being taught, taught these things. They don't teach us. They come teach us, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. So don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And I don't have a relationship with that is tangible with the Holy Spirit. Limits me. Limits me. Hallelujah. Discover that. It becomes more interesting. So, you seek his presence. You seek his person. You seek his presence. And last one tonight, before we continue next week. Hallelujah. Last one is what? You seek his plan. Somebody say, seek his plan. Oh, someone say, seek his plan. Help me say, seek his plans. Oh, let me say, seek his plan. Psalm 32 verse 8 I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go I will guide thee with my eye so you must have a very strong desire seeking out his plan and say God please what is your plan for me God's plan 
does not have an alternative when it comes to quality, when it comes to the ultimate for you. God's plan is glorious. Nothing can be compared. No plan can be compared with the plan of the Lord for your life. None. Not the plan of your parents. Not the plan of your nation. Not the plan of your wife or your husband. God's plan. God's plan. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're close tonight here. We'll continue next week. Praise the Lord. So you are going to ask the questions next week. One of you are going to ask yourself, how many of us have been blessed tonight in this teaching? So, number one, you do what? It is good to be hungry, right? So it is not a cause, not a bad thing. After all, to be hungry. Number one, the sign or the evidence of holy hunger in a believer. Number one is what? Seek what? Seek what? Seek who? Number two, Seek his presence. Number three. Now talk to God yourself. How has this teaching ministered to you? You speak to God. You will pray a prayer and say, Father, say, Father, say, Father. Oh my God, say, Father. Set my heart, my heart on fire for you, Lord. Holy Spirit, please come. Make me, oh God. Come hungry for you. Make me, give me this kind of hunger. Make me have this kind of hunger. Oh Lord, help me. Be hungry for you. I'm thirst for you. Hungry. Hunger. Holy Spirit, help me. Go ahead and just speak to him. Speak, speak, speak to him. Speak to him. Holy Spirit is here. Speak to him. Malinda Cabrados Kisalati. Shendeske Broduski Filaka. Baduski Peleske. Thank you, King of Glory. Go ahead and just pray, 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 pray. Don't keep your voice and pray. Thank you. Thank you, my father. Now let us stand up. The precious thing was just stand up. Now lift up your hands. And just ask him again and say, Say, Father, fill me with your hunger. Go ahead and just pray this prayer unto him in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Lord. You have asked me to seek your face. Your face will I seek. Make me respond to your call. I beg you, Lord, help me. Fill my soul, oh God, with a thirst and a hunger for you. 
a thirst and a hunger for your presence a thirst and a hunger oh God for your plan and purpose for my life 